Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. And welcome to today's podcast episode in which I'm joined by a lady that has such an amazing bio. I'm joined by Georgia, Georgia Mullis, and she starts off her bio by saying that she's a a mama to three kids under 13 and the whole family in their home have neurodivergent brains and highly sensitive personalities as well as three lively dogs. So we used to be three dogs. We're down to two now. We lost one of our dogs last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you on the three dogs. You're a supporter and advocate of uh, health at every size and believe that being a bigger body should not be a barrier to living a full, joyful life for me and anyone and everyone else. Uh, We'll talk about coffee a little bit later on and your fancy machine, but... Listeners, Georgia's tagline for business, and she's got multiple facets to her business, is helping purposeful, ethical business humans achieve connection, leads, referrals, and sales by not only through some of her business activities, but also by 90-minute networking sessions. And it says here, is that ick free networking? Is that right? Yeah, ick free networking. I'm not quite sure as I read it whether it was an I or an L, but yeah, ick free networking, uh, coaching, win-win and sales. Uh, You discovered Georgia uh, online networking at the beginning of 2021 and you run an LMN business and through 2020, you blew through your warm network and could not continue to sell at pre-pandemic levels. So finding new clients obviously became most important activity that you had and you knew that this needed to be a good way that felt good for you and also for them. Um, There's a few beliefs here that we're going to touch a little bit later on, listeners, but it's interesting that we talked about ick-free networking because um, certainly I know you say here that you felt that networking was completely icky, yucky, hard, and always sort of taking. So now you've found a community that you love, it's an opportunity to grow your own group, which is where you're now taking it. And you've been a host of the group for six months as well. So welcome to today's podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Simon. It is wonderful to be here. Thank you for holding space for me. Yeah. And we're both in the same time zone. So for unusually for me, during the last few weeks, I've been sat here as things have been getting dark here in the UK and everybody else has been getting either midday sunshine or somewhere in between. But we're actually probably, as we record this, both going to see the uh, the sunset coming down together. So we're getting slightly darker for both of us, which is a good the, job it's not on video. The day is slipping away, isn't it? Yeah, the day is it slipping is. away. It is. But they are getting brighter, which is great. And the buds are on the, the hedges, etc. So I know... You in your in your bio, you let me know that you you know you drink one coffee a day, and I'm really really pleased that you drink Starbucks Blonde Blend because that's what I've been drinking all day as well because I do find it much easier to drink. 
you're drinking out of an espresso magic mix. Mine's an espresso, but it's actually, I've got a KitchenAid Nespresso, which I upgraded from a magic mix. Yeah, you didn't even know KitchenAid did Nespresso machines, did you? I but, did not, but I am a fan of KitchenAid, so my ears are pricked open. Yeah, I can tell you this machine gives you six different settings for your Nespresso yep. pods, a much bigger water feature, and it's so well built. And I can tell you, over the last two years, this machine has worked its rear end off. It yeah. has earned its money. I couldn't work out what, what, where my wife bought it. It was a colour. She likes KitchenAid as well. It was a bit of a trendy yeah. thing. But I couldn't quite work that out. But now I can see why they are as good as they are, because this has worked and it's not Mr. B at all. Yes. So, yeah, so look out for the KitchenAid Nespresso machines. They do the new yeah, I- ones and the small ones as well, because I've got the original pod size ones. So I am intrigued by this because in between me filling out the information for the podcast mm. now, um, my husband had a birthday and his family bought him a DeLonghi espresso. Oh um, and I'm not a fan of this thing. I was not particularly welcoming to it, to the house, yeah, or to yeah. the kitchen. In fact, yeah. I left it at the person's house by accident. <laughs> oh dear. But he retrieved it on his next visit. Um, and I did not think I could enjoy something that was not not the magic mix that I had. Um, but this one has a tank for milk that's cold ah. and it steams the milk. Ah. And that was not something that I had considered important. And now I I hate the machine, but I do I am enjoying the steamed milk. So now I'm like yeah. KitchenAid plus steamed milk. This yeah, this yeah. clearly would be a good combination for me to move yeah. up to on the Be Do Have list. It, it would definitely, definitely. And of course, you know, you've got the other thing on here that I love is that you have an occasional dash of maple syrup. So I love <sighs> maple syrup, you know, maple syrup on pancakes. You know, I've had businesses in Canada for, for a number of years and we used to travel to Canada every Christmas for about nine years. And I love maple syrup. It's one of my favourite syrups. Uh, and I don't have it actually in coffee that much. But uh, I do like maple syrup on other things, particularly ice cream. Or if I used to go to a place, if any of the listeners, if you've ever been to Banff, there used to be a bar called Wild Bills. And they used to do an oat roasted sort of apple, uh, maple, sorry, an apple crumble with maple ice cream on top of it. Oh. it was very syrupy apple, yes. really thick crumble, incredibly thick crumble. Typical sort of North American portions, yeah. just drizzled in this maple syrup ice cream. It's, uh, yeah. And I saw um, the Mavericks there one New Year's Eve, which was really good as well. So I saw the group Mavericks uh, play there. So that was good. Uh, but that isn't what you're drinking now, is it? So tell me a little bit, Georgia, about what you're drinking now. And in particular, the mug that you are drinking it out of. Yes. So for the listeners... I am drinking tea bigs chamomile flower mm-hmm. tea. So I am extremely snobby about my tea. Okay. And in the past, I have tried and rejected many herbal teas. And I was on a first class train. I had treated myself to a first class uh, carriage on Great Western Railway. And I was in there. Um, 
room at Paddington, I think it probably was, yeah. in the first class lounge, and they had these chamomile tea yeah. bags, which looked extraordinary. They were silk. And I thought, I'm going to try. I'm going to give this chamomile tea a go. Yeah. And it was one of the most delicious things I had ever tried. And you would, you know, you would not expect this to be happening in a train station. I didn't realise there was that much difference between chamomile tea. So, yeah, you enlightened there is me as well. So, so if you think about a wonderful coffee and terrible coffee, if you think, you know, bluebird, yeah. coffee powder, or whatever that powder Ooh, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's definitely yeah, back. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so if you think about that as being the tea that you buy in the shop. Yeah, so obviously there's different, many elegant levels to this. Um, and I am now a tea pigs girl, and they even do it loose, which I'm probably going to move to. But at the moment, life is tricky, so tea bags, tea bags work yeah. well. Um, and my children love it. My eight-year-old calls it caramel tea, and it's just the cutest thing. Yeah, yeah. He loves his caramel yeah. tea at night. So <laughs> we're like Peter Rabbit with yeah, yeah. my chamomile tea. And what does your husband, Dan, think about tea then? Is he a tea drinker as well, or is he still hung up on the coffee? Do you know what? he? He's very careful about his caffeine intake um, because he is extremely focused on health and wellness. So he works right. out every morning and he takes a pre-workout mix, which is very high in caffeine. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he also loves to sleep very well. Oh, right. okay. so he'll have his one coffee in the morning sometimes maybe yeah. two and then he'll switch to decaf for the rest of the day gotcha yeah gotcha. um and caffeine has a you know quite a quite a large um half-life so everybody yeah. is has different levels of sensitivities yeah, yeah. to it so good sleep is both of our priorities um so yes yeah, so he enjoys his his decaf throughout throughout the afternoon and he tends to drink it black because yeah. um he counts his macros so yeah. he measures out his milk, etc. So uh, and the mug he, that's how he rolls. On. Yeah, the mug you've got has got bees on it, hasn't it? <gasps> oh, so this mug is extremely special. So I have done a lot of work on my money mindset over the past five years. Right. I am part of uh, a money uh, mindset coaching program. Yep. My money coach is Denise Stuffle Thomas. Incredible. And part of that is using everyday objects around us to anchor into feelings of abundance, wealth, prosperity. Right. Okay. So one of those things is bees, lucky bees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bees are abundance and honey and pollination and win-win. And mm. I love, I love the symbolism of them of them. And you'll notice I have. My water glass has lucky yeah, bees yeah. on it also. So as I'm putting on my, you know, my pants in the morning, I'm putting on my money-making pants. And as I'm drinking my tea from my lucky bee mug, I'm thinking, yeah. oh, this is my lucky bee mug. I'm such a lucky bee. So, yeah. so See, I love I, everyday I, anchors. I, I keep bees. Uh, yeah, I've got two hives at the moment of bees. And Do I'm you? Just, yeah, I'm fascinated by every time I open them up, I just stand in awe of their productivity and the way they communicate the way they behave and i went in because obviously we're getting into spring now and i usually open them up and start feeding them because they really need some extra reserves this time yes. of year particularly if we get a cold spell so we had yeah. the beast from the east about four years ago which 
completely destroyed all of my bees. Yeah. It just finished them off. And uh, I was feeding them. And, you know, it's interesting as I was rattling the hive a little bit, a collection of them came out to have a look what was going off. So they <laughs> very rarely come to the entrance of the hive when it's really cold. And I yeah. thought I'll do it. I'll do it when they're less likely to be agitated. Yeah. But it was quite interesting. I thought, yeah, time to walk away because I hadn't got any kit on. I'd gone down yeah. there. So I, I don't, I don't need the bee kit on because they're all going to be fast asleep or dormant. Uh, but yeah, about twenty or thirty of them just came and had a bit of a fly around me and had a look to see what I was doing, what I was about, yeah. and I walked quickly away and they left me alone. Thankfully, yeah, curious but not threatening. <laughs> correct. Yeah, correct. So you've given us a bit of an insight into your, your coffee and your, your machine and the mugs that you drink out of. Give us a little bit of an idea of what you've been working on in your own business, because some of the things I've read out there are quite recent, aren't they? You know, 2021, yes. 2020. So tell us a little bit about what you've been working on in your own businesses. Yeah, so... Um, through up until 2014 I was in corporate life so I was an IT project manager so you know extremely corporate you know extremely straight laced and in 2014 um, 2015 I set up my own business my first business uh, which was in the health and wellness industry I closed that down in 2018 when I launched my essential oils business and these are all the little things that lead clues to our successes and you know it's a journey Yeah? yeah So set up my essential oils business in 2018 and also at the same time started to home educate my children in 2018. So there was a lot happening. Yeah, yeah I'm back. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I think at the time I had three kids under nine yeah. and, a, and a business, etc. cetera. Um, then, in, yes, then in mid 2021, launched the networking side of the business and what I've really been focused on um, in the last six months is simplifying. Right. Yeah, making decisions to simplify. I have been working with a mentor who is an absolute devotee of the 80-20 principle, Proto's principle. Yep. Yeah. So now my critical thinking skills, analytical skills and business are so much higher, so much sharper. And I'm focused on purpose and leverage. So simplifying is an obvious decision because you know what it's like in business. You can get, you know, you make a decision and it's a great decision. And then you make another one. And suddenly after a couple of years, you're like, how did this sort of tangled mess happen with different systems and different decisions and legacy you know how can we have a legacy system when our business is less than two years old but it it can happen it can completely happen technology moves very quickly yeah and i'm Um, glad you said that because particularly in it people just keep bolting things on and bringing new things in i was talking to someone the other day and they got three in a business that employs 60 people they got three CRMs all running at the same time. Why? Oh, well, right. that one does a little bit that, that one doesn't do. We don't use yeah. know, 6% of that one. We don't use 8% of that one, but we have a little. So so we use all three. And Bob won't use that one at all. So we keep Correct. that legacy one for Correct. Bob. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Or, or Davina, <laughs> whoever. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So 
I've got to ask a question at this point, though, because we live in what many people see as a very complex world. There's so much complexity to things that happen around us. But it's a bit like the iPhone. I don't really care how complex the iPhone is inside it uh, or other phones, of course, are available. What I care is about the simplicity of how it is to use. And I think sometimes business owners in particular tend to get too bogged down by the detail. uh, And it's almost as though they feel they have to get into the complexity. I hear so many people say, oh, I have to understand it so I can you know, hand it out to the people so I can give it out to people. What would you say to those people who are struggling to even think that things can be simple or simpler? So the thing that the question I asked myself was, how could I enjoy being in my business? Mm, Okay. Because I'd stopped enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah what would it need to look like for me to enjoy this? Yeah. And we we started this podcast before the recording by saying, you know, I have a five-second gap at the beginning and a five-second gap at the end, and everything in between is what's in the podcast. Listeners, we're giving a little bit of a secret away here. There is no fancy editing in between. It is what it is because... I wouldn't enjoy it if I then had to spend all of my time either getting somebody else to edit it or trying to edit it myself. So the best way I enjoy it is just to have a free-flowing conversation that starts with a gap, ends in a gap, and whatever's in the middle is is what we have. And that seems to have worked, and hopefully listeners, you appreciate that that works. And I think you're absolutely right, Georgia, there. I think the connection with enjoyability is something that many of us lack. And I I include myself in that because I think... There are times when I've made things so complicated. It's no fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Or the feeling of never being done is tiring as opposed to exciting. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. So how's that been then? What kind of differences has it made to your business? But what kind of differences has that made to your life as well and how you behave and how you how you work and how you live so the the question I asked myself last year was what is actually fun Mm -hmm. and what needs to go yeah because if anyone knows about Marie Kondo (laughs) the simple joy of tidying up is first we discard yeah Yeah, we don't seek to tidy and find storage solutions for things the first thing we do is discard and when we discard we don't do the hard stuff we discard the easy stuff first because then we hone yeah. our discarding skills. So I looked at what was the most expensive stuff that I hated that wasn't bringing me clients. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's easy. Website went, Zoom went, uh, a couple of pieces of software that I bought because they seemed like a good idea. I thought I might do video <laughs> editing and I thought I might do podcast editing. Yeah. Do you know what? No, no, no. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Free. I freed up money. Yeah. Yeah. These were not things that were attracting clients, keeping clients, making it easy to work with me. They were making it harder to work with me because mm. after I got on Zoom two years ago, I got a piece of coaching software that integrates with Google. 
so I don't need Zoom. Zoom was an unnecessary legacy system that I was hosting classes through for no reason when my entire business was being run through Paperbell. Why? What, girl? Why are you paying yeah. hundreds of pounds a year for that? My website. Do you know what? I don't need a website at this point in my business. And there will be website people out there that die at this phrase. <laughs> yes, yep. Georgia is claiming you don't need a website. I'm not saying you don't need a website. I didn't need a website. I built a website. I paid for someone else to edit it and redo it because I didn't like it. For ego. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah, yeah. land. You know, to have that feeling of I've got a website. I'm a real business person. No, I don't need one. Yes, I still have the domain. Yeah, because that's actually the important part for me is to secure that. But I didn't actually need a website. That's not how I communicate with people. Oh, the joy. I cannot tell you the joy and the relief I felt when I, I moved my domain hosting over to, to Google from the website company. I shut all that down. I oh, It was just relief. I was smiling again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And th- that, that comes when you know you're making a really great decision. Yeah. And you mentioned the word relief there, but you know, with the sound of it and listeners, I hope you picked up on that as well, that it's not just relief, it's release, isn't it? <gasps> yes. Almost when you there do things like it feels like the shackles are being taken off, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, abs- absolutely. And all of that time that I had spent going, oh, no, this page may have something changing. Oh, this is- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay, that's all gone now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah so and, for and, me, and right. that was simplifying. Yeah, you know, some people do need a website. Some people, it's very critical. Yeah, you know, I have a website. The only reason I really use a website is because I've got a membership platform within it where my okay. clients go and log in. Yeah. The actual stuff on my website, I can't, you know, if I looked at the data, very few people go to it. Yes, you know, Facebook, social media is where most of my conversations and interactions yeah. happen, not on a website. But for some, yeah, yeah as you were quite like say, so it's making better decisions about what we remove as clutter then. Yes, what's your clutter? And again, for me, uh, like I, the time that I had spent tweaking or, or worrying about my website, I could put into using MailerLite brilliantly because building an email list actually does make money. Yeah. 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 And, and, and what about the, the networking then? Because obviously that's something that you know, I mentioned the ick networking yeah. and icky networking tell us a little bit yeah. about the, the the yucky the icky side of that mm. and what difference that's do, made do you know i came up with that phrase i was watching love island don't at me because i don't care um <laughs> i was never, watching love I've island. Never, actually i've watched it once yeah it's not because i don't want to it's just that it's on a really strange time for me it's a, it's a really so like in the summer it's me it's dad and mine's like happy brain removed <laughs> yeah joyous and we watch it on catch up like it's never live it's always a few days yeah, so yeah. so we're good it's it's that so but anyway this girl on there went oh it gives me the ick I was like that I, like that's a visceral <laughs> like that had a visceral reaction in me yeah, yeah. like when it's oh, it gives me the ick and you can like feel like oh you know like in inside you and then kind of like weird <laughs> You know, when you've been in a fish and chip shop and you can sort of still smell it on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it, 
Oh, my, okay. my wife's vegetarian and when when we go into one somewhere where they do cook breakfast something like she yes. can, uh, and she can smell the meat yeah. and yeah oh she hates yeah, it she's got, yeah that it. gives it there yeah. you go okay i'm so. gonna use that now i'm gonna take that i'm gonna use that and say that you smell really icky that's what i'm gonna say yeah. to her next time she does that that's right it's like oh, gives me the ick really in there yeah. so um and that's that i feel i feel that that is a good way of describing how it can feel in a networking situation and it can definitely feel that way if you've had an organization that's used to being in in person and then move that same thing online without thinking why and how we gather matters yeah yeah and putting thought and intention into creating and holding that space for that group for that purpose matters and when people mindlessly pivoted or in all earnest pivoted because nobody knew what we were doing in the beginning of 2020 um and moved something that happened exactly as it was in in place and moved it online yeah do you know what in person that might have given me the ick but it definitely gave me the ick online Yeah, yeah yeah because i I don't want to be forced to bring referrals to people I don't like to make sure that I fulfill a policy that I don't understand or behind. And I definitely don't want to sit for an hour and a half listening to other people talk. And then I have to like vomit, you know, what I want in 60 seconds, you know, like word vomit, like that doesn't work for me. That's what gives me the ick. But for other people that might not, that might be perfect for them and their business yeah and, and, and people and think, find their people yeah and for me you, you're right you know i mean i i left networking uh about well june in in 2020 because yeah. initially i thought this online networking feels quite good i haven't got to go anywhere my fuel bills mm. come down yeah. this is great but then all of what you just said there was okay for me if i could meet people if I could mm. catch up with people, uh, and as I say, my wife's a vegetarian, and this place I used to go used to do a great Lincolnshire sausage cob. Right, so you got always, a lot out of going it to was, that it, then. It was my meat fix for that. Side but, benefits. You had a lot yeah, of side, exactly. side exactly. Or friends with benefits going on. Uh, definitely. But it was worth it because I could see people. I could catch up with people beforehand. I could have yeah. meetings with them after. It then put me in the city of Lincoln so I could meet some clients in Lincoln at the same time. Yeah. And it was all for a common aim. Yeah. And I think the the ick for me came from it when suddenly it was in isolation because it yeah. becomes so much more visible and you can see all the different aspects of what you're doing and how it fits and why mm. it doesn't fit. And I think yeah. people became a lot more aware, didn't they, when yep. things came out of their usual environment because it became not normal and then people start looking at it. And I think a lot of people have made choices both ways. Some people love online networking. Yeah. Some people have gone the other way. Yeah. And, and like that's cool. And again, you know, this is where, you know, we have to be honest as well is who is that networking for? Mm. Yeah, because, you know, I've you know said this before and I'll say it again at no point in my life would it have been worth me getting a carer or you know some kind of babysitter in 
for my children for four to five hours for me to drive because we're in a rural area it's 40 yeah. minutes to the closest town yeah. yeah to then go and eat a breakfast that I don't want to eat <laughs> <laughs> right to hopefully meet a few people hopefully yeah yeah because that's how our business that's the oxygen yeah. to our businesses people so hopefully and then drive back again and then deal with the 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 what happens when I'm out of the house for extended periods of time you know the 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 payback for me would have been would neither have been so significant the pressure on that would have needed to have been so significant that it would not have been worth it yeah 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 it yeah. would not and could not have been worth it it needs it needs to work for the person yeah and you know what we know is there's loads of guys that that works for yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, there's loads of guys that it works for. <laughs> mm. And there's different kinds of businesses that it works for. But I was, you know, I was in networking today speaking to um speaking to a, you know a business leader, and one of the things she had done is set up this uh, women's networking. Okay, so I'm not actually a massive fan of women's only networking, like mm. it's got its place, yeah, yeah, but bro marketing and the patriarchy exists within women too and yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. you're in a in a women's space it doesn't mean you're safe from no, all no. of that no I, yes. I can only imagine but yes because of course right? i wouldn't be allowed so, in women's networking well it's, it's not really like a secret place generally it happens after school runs yeah. yes <laughs> generally it's quite short like generally we don't need a big meaty breakfast like you know like it's 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 little tweaks generally it's about yeah. what we care about is the content meeting people and getting out there as quickly as possible yeah yeah like like it's a mass that is a gross generalization but yeah. that's that's how it it's works basics. for me yeah yeah and and it might be that and this is certainly the feedback i've had from most people who attended real life networking is what you just described the actual networking happens when you were getting coffee beforehand yeah always. when you were grabbing a break when yeah. you were on your way out and you were chatting on the way to the car yeah yeah, yeah. We, oh, i've got to catch that person so that's the networking that's happening yeah. because the actual meeting isn't fulfilling the needs of the networking yeah so true yeah so true. it's just your gag it's just the reason to gather but the actual magic is happening outside of that horseshoe yeah yeah so, so you've got two aspects to to what you do then the networking and the 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 other business, which is uh, did you say it was sort of aromatherapy? Yes. And so, so tell us a little yes. bit about how we can find out more about those two aspects and where we can go. And I know you mentioned before we started, you've got a, a sort of a, a guide or a lead magnet that we can take away. So, give us a little, as listeners, give us a little bit of something we can take away from you as and find out more about you and the businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, first and foremost, I'm an aroma coach. Yeah. So yeah. I don't particularly like the term aromatherapist because oh, I feel wow. like, okay. yeah, because I, I believe in a more empowered approach to life. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So I love coaching people how to use essential oils. Yeah. Um, I'm part of a uh, business called doTERRA. I've partnered with a, with a business called doTERRA, the largest essential oils company in the world. And 
one of the functions of that it's a it's, it's an MLM so it's multi-level marketing so I have a team so I have leaders who all have their own oils business so they choose to yeah. partner with me uh, so I'm a mentor and I'm a coach to them as well yeah sure uh, so uh, we run a we have a community on Facebook so people are welcome if they want to just come and learn about essential oils so they can find um, Georgia M oils and freedom so we're on Facebook okay. I'm Georgia Mullis across the socials Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook you can find Georgia Mullis as it is in the show notes I'm going to make sure yeah. they're in the show notes yeah and Mullis um, just for the listeners is M-U-L-L-I-S-S yes thank you for that so yep. many people get that wrong that's absolutely true yep. um so I am absolutely passionate about natural health I you know from the, the first moment we started using essential oils in our home they made an incredible radical difference to our physical health our emotional health our mental health and they allow us they amplify what we're doing and what's really working and they elevate our practices so I mentioned earlier, you know, my husband goes to the gym at four o'clock yeah. every morning. Yeah, he, <laughs> we had a massive, you know, life-changing news in late 2017 when he found out that he needed both his hips replaced. Oh, okay. I okay, so he's in his early 30s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, he's late 30s, a childhood condition had been missed and turns out arthritis in both his hips. And um, his consultant says, you know, this stage you're at, you can have a, you can have a hip replacement whether you like, you know, this is the pain medication. He went on all these kinds of pain medication. Um, and he was like, do you know what? I don't want to be like this. Mm. Yeah. So we looked at natural alternatives. Yeah. So for the last three years, he has been away from pain relief from prescribed pre- prescription. He yep. goes to the gym every day. He surfs. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely active guy before he played rugby. Yeah, he doesn't play rugby anymore. Um, he he's in so, phenomenal so has shape. He had, has he had the hip replaced? No. Nope. No. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. No. Nope. So his consultant is still, you can have it when you want. He does a pain chart every few months. No. Nope. Yeah. He's good. He's sleeping well. He's physically healthy. Right. That's come from using the products that now have become a massive part of our life. Again, so autistic kids using the essential oils to support their brains. Yeah. healthy happy kids functioning mother hello yeah. <laughs> yeah um you know there are so many ways they've elevated um the things that we're choosing to do in our home and in our life yeah. so so yeah. i can understand there then what you talked about with the coaching because there's so many different aspects to the application yeah. of those then that you yes. don't just need to be given something to use. You need to understand no. it and be able to follow it through and apply it and use yeah. it and, and work with yeah. it as well. And like you say, monitoring, you know, who would think you'd be talking about essential oils, but then talking about monitoring hip pain. So yes, that blend of uh, yeah. processes and uh, procedures then. Do you know what? My youngest child had his first operation before he was one. Yeah, right. he was on prescribed medication ever since his first birthday. Yeah, he has dealt with an operation every single year since then. Since we have been using essentials to support us in our home with him, his pain, he's no longer in pain every day. He's mm. no longer on antibiotics constantly. He, he is able to enjoy life in a way that he wasn't able to before. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah and we still see our consultant every few months yeah, yeah? yeah and we still do all the things but 
oh, like when people realize that there are other options if they're to take radical, you've got to be prepared to take radical personal responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, and stop outsourcing it to other people. It's, it's interesting you say about the hip because, yeah, I always had a mission and a, a, a purpose to be fitter at 50 than I was at 40. Yeah. And I wasn't doing too well at that, to be honest. And I'd yep. suffered 20 years for, with a bad back. I'd had physio, I'd had surgeries on my knee because it had affected my knee with the way I stood. Yep. I limped really badly. Everybody noticed it. And when I turned 50, I found that I needed a hip replacement as well, but only one side. Yep. And I'd had a fracture as a child. Yep. Uh, anyway, I had the hip replaced. It went horribly wrong. They broke the hip uh, and had to screw it all back together because it was so arthritic because yep. of, the, of what happened. But in hindsight, I look back, probably about June time that year, when I was still 50, 50 something. Yeah. And now the backache had gone. I, I wasn't limping. I wasn't stumbling. Yeah. And actually, I was fitter at 50 than I was at 40. And I'm, as we record this, I'm about to go skiing in a week and a half's time. And I'm, I'm so excited to go skiing. And so we said, why are you so excited? You really must really love skiing. And I said, no. I do love skiing, but I'm more excited because I want to test out my new hip. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And and I think he's right to put it back because I know that this hip is going to wear. And once you have it replaced, 15 years time, I'm going to have to get him. (laughs) We're talking about my wife. She might be outside the door now, but she said, if I ever have to have it done again, she's going to put me in a care home because I'm not a very good patient. So I I, I can I can imagine and I have a massive amount of empathy for your wife. So, <laughs> yes. so that that is a literal thing. So the consultant said to, to my husband, you're going to need more than one. You yeah. might need more than two because, you know, he was only 37, 38 when this happened. Yeah, you right. know, yeah. yeah, right. Um, And he'd gone, he, we, were, we were both powerlifting at the time and he'd gone, he thought he'd had a groin string. He had months of physio and his pain is groin and, you know, and then it turns out, you know, he went for a pre-op for a groin uh, for an operation to repair groin tissue. And then suddenly he was sent for x-rays. Suddenly, the you know, the consultant yeah. saying, sit down. I've got life-changing news for you. So, yeah, yeah wow. like, so the so he is living a full life, fitter, healthier, in so much less pain than he was before. Yeah. You know, and we're talking, you know, this was 2017. Where are we now? 2022? Yeah, five yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. So it is, wow. it is completely possible, but you, it is radical self-empowerment. Yeah. 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 I can see that. So, yeah. So, yeah. So we don't, we don't think of it as a, you know, some people can think of essential oils as like a stick in plaster and that's cool. Do you know what I mean? I do a 15 minute appointment if people just want that stick in plaster. But what I do work with people is 30, 60, 90 day, 365 day protocols yeah to radically change their life and we know where we can go about that um just quickly tell us where we can find out more about the networking now i was intrigued yes. with what you gave it as a title because i live quite rural as well so um yeah I, I people say i'm out in the sticks i've got no school no pub no shop um, oh, yeah nothing <laughs> um there's only 90 houses but we're actually quite well connected because I'm, I'm very close to the A1 and very close to the East Coast line. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the, the networking, where people can find out more about that, and then we'll come to some extra lessons that you might be able to give the listeners before we wrap it up. Yeah, so 
the, the, the networking is all I talk about on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. if people come and connect with me on LinkedIn, that is my actual focus in that, yep. you know, on that social network. So it is, I host a meeting every other Friday. It's 90 minutes. We have three breakout rooms in that time and two speaker slots. Uh, the breakout rooms are no more than four and they're 16 minutes long. So you've got four minutes to talk, ask questions, you know, whatever it is, okay. whatever your purpose is for networking, because different people have got different purposes. Yep. So, you know, again, think about what's your purpose in networking? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going there just to like meet people with no idea of what you're doing? So like write down what your goals are before you even open that, you know, that Zoom yeah. or walk into that room or whatever. Um, I love the breakout room situation because it's that coffee moment yeah it's that water cooler moment because you get to learn a lot about people when you're watching them talk to other people as well in that room yeah and you can you can figure out very quickly who it is that you want to focus on your one-to-one time with who you want to focus on following up with what market research what gems are people dropping in those breakout rooms (laughs) that are going to help you refine your message you know how are people treating other people because if someone is treating someone in that room like a douche then are they someone that you want to work with even if they take your boxes of whatever fictional ICA you've made up for yourself yeah and from what you're saying there it's you can get so much from just being quiet and watching and listening you don't have to be engaged and be talking and intense sometimes you can learn so much just by being there can't you so yeah I understand that yeah absolutely like and and people are who they are yeah yeah and I love people who are who they are because some people are super you know into it and excited and about and that's who they are all the time they're tiggers yeah right some people are all piglets and some people are you know you're and as long as you are who you are like that's be consistent you know be consistent with you are who you are and People will get to know you if you regularly attend events. I think you're giving people the opportunity, and I was talking about this the other day, that people that go networking, they often wear a mask. (gasps) Right. And when you're in that kind of environment, you start to break down that mask because you get to know the person, not the the mask wearer, do you? You know, know, that's it. So so where where do people go to find out about this networking group? Yeah, so so both of both of my businesses are on google so you can google you know go on google and you can you know georgia m um aromatherapy or um freedom friday southampton circles networks they're both on google or you can on linkedin i talk about it all the time um the the networking is i'm a host i'm a licensee for a group called circles um and there are multiple hosts and like i love it for so many different reasons but one of the reasons is we need to be part of multiple networks yeah you know this yeah 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 because yeah, that's how we can cross refer that's how yeah. when we can cross refer we become very useful people to other people Correct. and if you're yeah. useful in business then people are going to want to take your call they're going to want to answer your email you become a valuable commodity yeah well, yeah they see you as somebody that can connect them to the resources and the people that they need and that's valuable Ab- isn't it it's priceless that's absolutely so yeah being a member of multiple networks and I'm not saying you network five days a week seven hours a day do you know what I mean <laughs> it's okay you can just pick two it's fine um but you know hold that thought within circles there are 
Mm, there are seven or eight hosts. People hope there are one every day of the week yeah. and different hosts have different circles. So if you're able to go on a different day, you can attend a different circles event. Um, we've got, we've got a new one in Lincoln as well. So a new one, Erica starting a new one up in Lincoln as right. well. Right. So that's yeah. probably where we met, right? It was Erica where we met, is, yeah. Right. So Erica's fantastic. She's a new host. Yeah. I think she's got three, I think she's got two networking events. So she runs two of them. Um, she, and what I loved is that as hosts, we are out looking to meet people who fulfill whatever our personal value system is yeah yeah so for me i'm looking for ethical people who are kind have great boundaries are enthusiastic love what they do and those are the people i'm inviting to networking yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right you will, you will never find anybody more enthusiastic than erica being in a few networking groups she is absolutely up there at enthusiasm level you know 10 times what most people are incredible incredible enthusiasm. right and I my heart just absolutely like it just it got so big the first time I met her I was like this is amazing like how amazing is it for my members to be able to go to another circle circles network event included in the price of membership with another host who is so awesome and John joined John launched his group a couple of weeks ago um Saab runs a fantastic event Cheryl runs like the hosts are different they've got different specialities different things they they uh, we're in different parts of the country so you know you can go and ha- like my one is based in Southampton so there are a lot of Hampshire based businesses you know that's yeah. great because they can go and network with Northampton based businesses it really gets them out of there yeah. oh I've already know that and you never you never know who knows somebody else I mean you know you're talking about an area of the country where you know, I'm a long way from yeah I've got uh, an aquatics company who is in Dorset I've got a web design company who is near Bournemouth Ferndown. yeah all on that south coast which okay i know it's not too close to southampton because i realized it's a little bit of a way around the coast sometimes yeah, but, but let's go what, with it it's what's closer than me? It is, close yeah. To, yeah right and i personally i live in north devon yeah. <laughs> right i decided to base it in southampton because that's where the largest part ah, of my network right, is because okay. that's where i lived for, you know i lived there for 15 years so that's where my husband is from we work there we built businesses there I love, um, and, I love Woolacombe and Morthow and all around there. So I'm right Coast. next to. Oh, right you really? To. So I was I was just at Woolacombe and Morthow at the Watersmeet Hotel. I took down there for the weekend. Uh, hence the surfing there, because that's where I learned to surf at Woolacombe, you see. Yes. Yeah. So that's where my yeah. kids, my daughter has, you know, my daughter's in the surf club at Freud. My boys oh. surf at Woolacombe. Yeah, yeah. We're there all the time. Oh. Paddle boarding, kayaking. So we're in Ilfracombe. Yeah, got you. Yeah, yeah I know so, Ilfracombe. Yeah. yeah, really well. Yeah, that's where yep. we used to go on all our childhood holidays. So, uh, yeah. Everybody in the country, I swear. <laughs> when I grew up here. My husband didn't. But um, after we got married, he's like, has everybody visited Ilfracombe at some <laughs> point? I'm like, probably. yeah. Yeah, probably. Basically, probably. yeah. yeah. And listeners, if you listen to this, you need to go to Ilfracombe. Uh, what's, what's the other um, little quaint, very steep hill village there that's on the coast? Oh, Linton and Limmer forgot the vernacular railway. No, I'm trying to think what it oh, was. Oh, Clavelli. Clavelli, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, you know, I haven't, I haven't said it. that word for probably twenty years, but yeah, Clavelli. If, if, Clavelli. If, if anybody's listening here, you need to go to Clavelli. Yeah, you do. Amazing place. Amazing place. You do. So, yeah. um, you've given us so much value. Um, we're going to put the the link in the show notes to the lead magnet, the, the the gift that you want to give people away. Yeah. 
uh, in there as well. You've given us some great tips of simplify. If you could give the listeners one thing, Georgia, that they could take away and do something with in the next two, three days, or perhaps over the weekend, what is it that you'd like to share with people that either they can learn or they can take away? Uh, do you know what? If you do nothing else, you have got gold in your inbox that you are ignoring. And there is a really simple thing called the nine word email. You can Google it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a question you just ask anyone that you have ever had a conversation with. And it, the nine word email, you could, like I said, you can Google it, but it goes something like, hi, are you still interested in this? And you just yeah. send them that. There's no guff. There's no. <laughs> yeah. And they can just answer you. Yeah. Yeah. And you will get a response. It might say, not now. Did this instead. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. If you've been in business for more than three months, you have got un untapped gold in your inbox yeah and maybe not your email inbox facebook inbox instagram inbox linkedin inbox yeah look go look i guarantee you you'll get a from it and and google it i mean my marketing coach tacky is a big huge fan of nine word email in his programs we all use it so yeah listeners that's a great tip great thing it was it was a segue i know that but (laughs) let's make some money Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. let's make some money and then you can come to networking and come buy some oil. Like, yeah, and, and the thing is, that fits with the simplify. Forget yeah, right. all the, the, the guff, as you say. Just say, do you still need help with this? Yeah. That's yeah. it, isn't it? And it's going to be hard, right? So I'll tell you now, it's going to be hard when you go to send that email. Yeah. Because you're going to want to say other stuff. Like, I'm so sorry, I never said this. Or, or yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to disturb you. Or, is it okay <laughs> to what... it? Like, no, just say this. Yeah. May I please interrupt your day and send you this email? Yeah. I completely oh, agree. Yeah. Keep it, yeah. keep it nine words. Great. So, final question. Now, this is going to be a really interesting answer then. And I'm going to ask this in a slightly different way. I'm going to ask it in two, two halves. The first one. First half is if you were to have your next dream tea or coffee in a dream location, where would that location be? So that's Hawaii. Half, half number one, Hawaii. Okay, great. Uh, so it'd be Kona Coffee. Um, uh, mountains and Beach, Kirby Surfers, warm yeah. water. I'm there for it. Right. If you could have a particular person there with you, and it can be anybody in the world, living mm. or dead. Who would that mm. person be that you'd have sit there sipping coffee in Hawaii? I love that. Um, okay, so if it was anywhere other than surfing in Hawaii, it would be David Bowie because I'm just deeply fascinated. But oh. I don't think I, I don't know if I can imagine David Bowie on surfboards. <laughs> um, but he's. I can, I can imagine. I can imagine him in the shade though, sat sipping yeah, yeah yeah he I, I think david bowie i i am yeah. infinitely unbelievably fascinated by david bowie so yeah okay that's uh, and that's a great reason nothing deep just i'm fascinated and just love to have a conversation see how he works do, do you know mind. what for, for him to be who he is who, you know who he was but who yeah. he is as he is so completely authentically himself in the times that he was himself yeah that for me i 
that is that is someone I want to know, someone I want to spend time. And I'm sure I've heard the answer to this, and I'm sure I've heard him do an interview. But if I was with him sat there, one of the questions I would ask is, so what was Bing Crosby like? Oh, we know he was awful. He hated him. Yeah. He hated him. Yeah. He wouldn't speak to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was very yeah. strange. But yeah, yeah I, I want to know a bit more about that. Yeah, I want to be a bit more about that. So so thank you very much for, for being a guest. Listeners, you've had everything from money mindset bees to clues to success to icky networking uh, to simplify and enjoy to a great tip of a nine-word email. I don't think you can get much more on my post-it note uh, than that and such a wide variety. So thank you for being a great guest and thank you for bringing so much energy to the podcast as well. It's always appreciated. And the the name, if you're searching out there, is Georgia. So G-E-O-R-G-I-A, first name, Mollis, M-U-L-L-I-S-S. Perfect. That's, that's how to find perfect. it, yeah. Yeah. That's how you'll find me. And yeah, I'm looking forward to getting, you know, as we would say on social, you know, hashtag replay. Leave yep. a review for this podcast so other people can find it. Let us know. Tag us on socials when you've heard it because I exactly. want to know what you think about this. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And what difference it's made. That's the other thing. Listeners, yes. don't just tell us what you learned, but tell us what you did with it and what difference it's made. What impact has it had? That's what we want to yeah. know. Yeah, I want to know that you've gone and done a nine-word email. And yes. <laughs> like, I want to know. I want to know that. And that you've gone and gone, actually, do you know what? Maybe there's more to essential oils than just woo-woo. Yeah. Well, I, I actually do a similar thing to a nine-word email. Uh, and it, that's ironic just saying that because it's not a similar thing if it's not a nine-word email. <laughs> but, but I do something very similar every single Tuesday. So I do a Raise the Hands Tuesday. Yeah, and every email campaign I send out always has two what I call spear emails, and they're nine word emails. Yeah. Do you want some help right. with this? Do you still need some help with this? Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. Listeners, take take that, Google it, find it. Lots of people have advocates of it. Do something with it. And Georgia, thank you very much for giving up your time. And who knows, we had such connections in so many different things, including North Devon. So uh, here I was thinking you were sat in Southampton, which I've got no connection with whatsoever. <laughs> And there you are in North Devon. I'll tell you a story when, when we go offline about that as well. And okay. uh, this, listeners, that's a topic for another podcast some other time. And, enjoy uh, the internet. That's what I've got to say about yeah, Enjoy definitely. the internet. Enjoy the internet. And as always, listeners, do something with it. Leave a review, as George has said. But most importantly, make a difference to somebody's life through what you've learned today. Make a difference to your life from what you've learned today. Do us the service of recognising our time by doing that. And we'll be very happy people and look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.